You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Welcome to episode 38. Uh, we are going to dig right in. And uh, this is Shelby. We have Polly with us. Hi. And also Carolyn is here this week. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise is Carolyn. <laughs> and we're going to just talk a lot about women. <laughs> that's cool. That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, before... Let's let's do some life updates first. I'm going to go out of order. Let's do some life updates. We'll go into maybe a little bit of politics. And then mainly this week, we wanted to talk about Ghostbusters and some news around Leslie Jones um, and Twitter harassment. Hold on. Polly's got to sneeze. Nope. Nope. Okay. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with that, Polly, why don't we get us started? What's been going on in life? <laughs> uh, I've been on vacation. Yay. Yeah. Today now you're back. First day back to work, and it was sad. <laughs> um, we went camping all around Colorado, um, and yeah uh hung out in the woods with no cell phone reception most of the time which was delightful yeah Ugh, gross <laughs> um, i mean that sounds amazing <laughs> uh and didn't do my hair or makeup for like eight or nine days which was delightful that was also a bummer coming back to the real world of having to present myself to (laughs) the public (laughs) in a suitable way um yeah but it was really great we went to um we camped outside of fair play which is just about an hour and a half outside of denver um for the first two nights and then the campground was packed and there was also a fire ban which sucked because camping without a fire just isn't it's not camping right no um but our neighbors had a campfire. Um, they broke the rules. <gasps> and not only did they have a campfire, they didn't put it out. <laughs> what? Like, John couldn't sleep um, and went for a walk. And it was probably, like, one or two in the morning and everybody yeah. was asleep. And the fire was still, like, s- simmering, crackling. But that's, like, mm. the exact scenario of what started that fire outside of Boulder a couple months ago. Yep. Was like guys not fully putting the fire out. Yep. Yep. People, on, you gotta people. learn things. In a fire ban region. Yes, so. especially when you're breaking the rule to begin <laughs> with because the fires have been banned. Please. <laughs> okay. And then we went to outside of Gunnison. Um, Gunnison's a really nice small town. I could live there. Um, basically what I decided while doing this, I, as you guys know, I come from a very, very small town in Western Pennsylvania. Um, and I always thought I was a city girl and then I get a taste of the city and I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) (laughs) I can do without this. (laughs) Um, like even moving to Englewood, I'm like, oh, it's so quiet. And like, there's nice dogs and families around. 
don't know. Suburb, suburbs are a good compromise. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I could live in a small town again, <laughs> especially oh in the mountains. Goodness. Yeah. Um, so John has decided he will work for the DEA office and will just live in Gunnison. I don't know what I'm going to do. But. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hung out there for a long time and we did some hiking and driving around. And then we went to Montrose and hung out with John's uncle at his place there, which was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everything you posted was just, I was just so envious. It was <laughs> you know, amazing. Ohio doesn't, as you saw, it doesn't really have any mountains, mountains. or landscape to speak of. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, it just, I don't know. I fell in love with the San Juan mountain range while being there. We hiked some, like a tiny little bit of the Colorado Trail. Um, I say that cause it's like 500 miles long. Um, and we hiked like five miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and also because, um, John and I have two good friends that did 150 miles of the Colorado trail over the last 16 days. Oh. So, yeah, um, that's a lot. yeah, it's impressive. Um, and just in the San Juan mountain range was just amazing. So, um, I would like to be back around there. And then we went all the way down to Durango, which John had never even been to Durango, and he's oh. a Colorado native. Um, and it was not what I expected. It was not as pretty as I was expecting. Interesting. Um, it was a little more like Montrose than, I don't know. It had a cute, it, once we did a little more exploring of it, it got cuter, but it still wasn't as picturesque as I was imagining at least in the town i'm sure okay the outer areas are beautiful i was like i feel like some of these comments are going to be quite scandalous for our colorado native loving listeners who it's true i mean i love there's not a negative thing to be said about colorado so Uh, well you know (laughs) drinko was nice it just wasn't as picturesque yeah Yeah. as i pictured it was still I mean, it's still Colorado, so it was still beautiful. And I should say it was Western Colorado, not Eastern Colorado, a.k.a. Kansas. Yeah. So we got plenty of that recently. Yes, we did. Um, Awesome. Yeah, it was great. I wish I were still there. (laughs) But I go on vacation again. (laughs) Instead, you're here with us. Yeah. Here I am. But I'll be your way next week. Yeah, that's true. It's in Pennsylvania time. Pennsylvania time. Um, Carolyn, what's going on with you? Um, I have some pretty big news. <gasps> Whoa. Um, my puppy is cooking. What? Yeah. Like for um, we just, Like for sure. We just got confirmation. Um, we did go with a breeder and did a lot of research and homework about... Um, reputable breeders in the area and we found one we feel really good about we trust her she only has like a couple litters a year yeah if that and pregnancy was confirmed um just last week i think whoa <gasps> yay i'm really excited how are you not just like bouncing off the walls flipping out right now um so <laughs> well as you were as you saw uh last weekend because we had you over for dinner True. um like I will drop something on the floor and already call our soon to be dog's <laughs> name. <laughs> just prepping myself, just getting ready. Yeah. Back into the habit. Yeah. What's Next time I'm over, be? I'm just gonna drop food on the floor for fun and then like wait. <laughs> uh please don't. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs> it's true. Um sorry, I interrupted yeah. you, Polly. What were you asking? Uh what's his name gonna be? 
Uh, we have two strong contenders. Are you um, not going to tell anyone until the birth, or how is that going? <laughs> we have this huge reveal planned out—a <laughs> name reveal party. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, we really like Winston or Buster. Oh, Winston! Mm. I know, I know, a German short hair pointer named Winston, and he's Aww. awesome. So, <laughs> well, now we can't name him that because oh. been taken. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that you're not sharing the third runner-up name, which is my favorite. <laughs> uh, Bert Macklin? Bert, Bert Macklin. Pup P.I.? Pup P.I. <laughs> yeah, so as all the listeners know, I'm obsessed with television. So Winston obviously is after um, New Girl. Because I don't know if... <laughs> For those who don't know anything about the breed, Goldens are just really derpy and dumb. I mean, they're really smart dogs, but they don't act smart whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and Winston is just adorable on the show. So that's the front runner. Uh-huh. But also Arrested Development fans, like huge Arrested Development fans. So Buster um, would also be really cute. Or maybe we'll go with Buster Winston because we like long names. Like we like to, you know, like when you yell at your kid, it's always the first and middle name. True. Yeah. And that's what we would do with Bear. So <laughs> I I'm throwing my vote behind Winston. Yeah. I think matters. I think that's the winner, but we're not sure yet. We gotta meet him. And yeah, you gotta meet him. It, it won't he matter. A a puppy's a puppy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> the scene oh. I always go back to that scene where Michael yells at Buster, he's putting together the bike while they're having a board meeting like buster can you not do that during the meeting buddy or something it's just so cute i don't know come on buddy come on buddy anyway uh well that's awesome Um, yeah so we're excited and i also just since i know everyone's worried about the status of my bathroom from last time uh i was on the show what eight months ago was this already um still not done okay still not done um we just have some finished work to do, but is that, it's usable. Yeah. Sorry. That's good. Is everyone hearing those beeps notifications or is that just me? Just you. No, I'm not just hearing me? anything. Okay, cool. I don't know how to turn it off. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's in the recording, sorry. <laughs> um, These, yeah. The adventures of recording 100% remotely. <laughs> I know. We're yeah. like, we're trying to do our best here, everyone. <laughs> we will get better every week. Um, but it maybe just exposes how much I actually don't know about computers because <laughs> me trying to do this by myself with only Felix to help. Um, oh, Felix, start pulling your weight, buddy. He is not helpful. Did he survive mm. the weekend? He did. He did. Did he have a visitor? Uh, he did not. Oh, so he... But he did get a water fountain. <laughs> Does he actually drink from it? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, really quickly, Carolyn, the bathroom looks really great. And I know it's not done and you have a few more things to do still. (laughs) But I did want to give you some credit because I did see it and it looks lovely. Thank you. Um, Even the 15 degree angled mirror. (laughs) I didn't notice that. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Even that. Um, yeah, so I, one of the benefits of 
getting settled in here in Columbus and living closer to my family is that I have easier access to see all of them and go to our lake house. And I did that this past weekend, but I kind of forgot to get a pet sitter set up in time for someone to come look in on Felix after while I left him for a whole weekend. And as Polly told me, he was fine. <laughs> um, See, this is the benefit of cats versus dogs. I know. And that I they don't can have be left somebody alone like, for I mean, four okay, days. but here's the thing. Four. Here's why I feel like it's reasonable. One, I just get really nervous about all of the stuff I have out right now that he could like get into something and it could end poorly because <laughs> I have a lot of boxes and miscellaneous <laughs> things out right now. Um, and I looked and like for a pet sitter to come once for 30 minutes, like on Saturday would have been 18 bucks. So I feel like that's not bad. If we're going to leave him for longer, we definitely do that because it's just easier. Um, but I did get him a mini, uh, I forget what it's called. It's on Amazon, of course. <laughs> um, it's just like a little mini pet water fountain thingy and it was $20 and it just filters the water up through it and then it comes out a little spout because he loves drinking out of the faucet and he will drink out of his water bowl but he much prefers the faucet so i just got worried about leaving him all weekend like will he drink his water what if he doesn't have faucet (laughs) water to drink what will happen um so i bought him this little fountain and it came in on friday just before i left so i got it all set up and then i waited around to make sure that he would use it and he totally loves it and he doesn't run to the bathroom sink anymore hey (laughs) even better so i don't know anything about cats but what do you mean he drinks out of the faucet like does he (laughs) so is it like the equivalent of a dog having to go outside like mom i'm really thirsty turn the faucet on (laughs) basically like if he hears the bathroom the handles to the faucet in the bathroom um he will run up and jump onto the sink and then wait there for (laughs) you to turn it on for him oh okay and then you turn it on, and then he drinks out of it, and then he'll leave when he's done. Oh, that's kind of adorable. I mean, it is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cat thing, I think. Only the bathroom, not the kitchen? Yeah, only the bathroom, oh, not the kitchen. Weird. Which is interesting. Um, Does he drink out of the toilet? No, because we leave it closed. Ah. So that he can't. Yeah, our cats drink out of the toilet. Yeah. He probably would, but he's he has his derpy moments, so that also <laughs> makes me worry. <laughs> or like right now, he's biting the microphone cable. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, uh, the funny thing that I did think about, I so I was driving. It's about a three and a half hour drive to where I was going this weekend. And for various reasons, I wasn't listening to anything. I wasn't listening to podcasts or music or anything because I was listening to my car to make mm. sure that my car was fine. Whatever. I don't even Have want to get into it. Engine light <laughs> I don't want yet. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so the point is that I was like listening to the car, but like three, that's like super boring. And it was after like my first week at work and whatever, I was tired. So I started playing a game with myself called Midwest Bingo. <laughs> Oh, no. I just want to hear some of the amazing things that I got to see that I did not come across for the most part in Colorado. Obviously, 
Amis, Amish horse and buggy. Mm-hmm. I have a funny then, story about that. Um, Amish mom and a daughter walking along the road. Where was this? That spiraled into a very long thought pattern of like, I wonder what it's like to like walk alongside the road with cars that you don't get to go in and how that makes people feel. Yeah. And then I had I to mean, stop. I've been traveling okay. between Finley and Columbus so, for a really long time. Here's, here's the <laughs> Never thing. Never seen Amish. I went the worst way possible and I went up 68. Oh. So I went through like Mount Victory and Kenton okay. and right. a bunch of other small towns. Okay. That makes sense. But there sense. was like a really amazing farm stand also on Midwest Bingo that I think I'm going to have to stop at next time because it was pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, guys in cowboy hats. There was no need for that. They were you, just in their truck and they're in the middle of Ohio. Wait, you didn't see that in Colorado? Okay. Yes. But like, that's like a legitimate Western thing <laughs> <laughs> in Ohio. It is unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We saw um, some Confederate flags on our, on our trip and we're like, you're not from the South. So no, no. you're just disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even then. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I can't remember what else was on this, but I think I'm going to come up with a whole, a whole bingo game for travel. So if anyone has ideas, feel free to uh, send them to me at Shelby Elizabeth on Twitter. <laughs> John so. got really excited on our trip because, um, you couldn't really see, but uh, traffic was veering around something that was kind of riding slowly along on the uh, curb. Yeah. Not curb, but um, shoulder. He was like, is it Amish? Is it Amish? Because he obviously doesn't, he didn't grow up with it's Amish. Never- and that was <laughs> the most exciting thing for him coming to my hometown because we have a lot of Amish in my hometown. Um, and I'm like, no, it's Colorado. But we did see Mennonites. So there, there are go. some Mennonites out this way. There you go. But no Amish. Not as exciting. No. Um, awesome. Well, the other kind of pretty, like, mostly enormously huge thing <laughs> that happened last week uh, was that there is a woman who was nominated to run, be the party nominee for president. Oh, really? I hadn't seen. But it was a woman. <laughs> and I know I you're thinking. I haven't seen anything about it. What's the big deal? I didn't even notice. Um, it's a really big deal, people. <laughs> you cried. I I was crying, to be clear, all week. <laughs> Had I been able to watch the DNC, you would have been a been mess. <laughs> you yeah. would have been an absolute mess. <laughs> I didn't really like I knew um I mean, we've made it very clear that that Polly and I are supporters of hillary clinton that's fine and i don't want to get too much into all of the other stuff because it'll make me very upset but i just feel like this is a huge deal and it was really awesome to watch and i didn't think that i was going to get as like emotional which i should have known because i am a human hot mess right now (laughs) but like on i think it was tuesday when they do the actual votes right or is that monday it doesn't matter one of the nights they do the votes and there was a delegate from Arizona who was 102 and she got to stand up and give her votes like from her delegates and from her state to a woman running for president. 
and she like stood up they like introduced her and before she even got to the mic i was just like oh my god i'm so amazing <laughs> like she was born and women were not allowed to vote like this is enormous mm-hmm. yeah like it's just crazy so i think it's very exciting um but the other thing that i realized with lots of other people on the internet via text message <laughs> is that this campaign and this current race is basically leslie nope versus bobby newport mm-hmm. <laughs> for any of the parks and rec fans yeah. out there yep that is the i've been re-watching these in the morning while i get ready <laughs> um because they're exactly like 20 minutes which is whatever a good time like right. segment for me to get ready and that's the section of the season two or whatever that i just went through <laughs> that's awesome i just can't oh the parallels are just so strong yeah so anyway i feel like we couldn't really be feminists or strongly talk in favor of women without acknowledging what happened last week the huge historic event which now when you're listening to this will be two weeks ago so i I love all of the social media posts i've been seeing from mothers who have young young daughters who let their daughters stay up super late to watch it all oh, happen man. yeah and i've seen mothers talking to each other um who have daughters about how they like will how they're talking about how they'll remind their their daughter for years and years to come and that they'll be take they'll take it for granted because like they'll just like why couldn't a woman be a nominee for yeah. a major party for president like and why was that weird um, yeah so I liked seeing all of that and seeing it through their eyes of like being able to see their daughters grow up in a world where like this is this yeah. is possible and this is what they can actually strive to become. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which is really cool. Yeah. Um and I think so that for me leads us to that leads us to Ghostbusters. Everyone see the connection, right? <laughs> <laughs> um Carolyn and I went to see Ghostbusters. Sure did. Polly has not yet seen it. I'm sorry. I went on vacation. But we're going to spoil some things anyway. That's fine. But I think this just ties in. This is strong women in a movie being role models for young girls and even myself, I believe, as not a young girl. Um. um I... I don't know that I even asked you how invested you were in the original. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure how to define how invested. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I, I liked mean, it. I We own them. I watch it regularly. Okay. Yeah, um, same. I've like written papers on the Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think actually Ghostbusters 2, I wrote a whole paper about its environmental themes. Okay. Which I couldn't even recall now if I had to talk about it. It's um, adorable. But, <laughs> why are you laughing at nerd Shelby? I, I don't just, know. Also known as everyday Shelby. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you? Like, did you have a very strong, like, connection to Ghostbusters that... Uh, no, I mean... I, I always loved it. I don't, I don't remember if I saw it in the theater because um, yeah. I have a terrible memory. But yeah, um, no, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies from childhood. And I mean, I remember 
always having to have the ecto cooler, the high C. Oh, always yes. had to be that. I didn't want any other flavor. I wanted uh-huh. that one. Um, and going back to it, I mean, it's it's always been in my adult years. Now that I appreciate the writing a little more, it's always been one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just I really love. Uh, I just love Harold Ramis. And yeah. Um, so. So on that note, um, I'm also not, I wouldn't describe myself as a nostalgic person. So (laughs) like, I think that a lot of the backlash about the movie that wasn't feminist or anti-feminism, however you want to look at it, um, I think it was just that nostalgia aspect. And that's why my husband wouldn't go see it. Um, He's just, he loved the original franchise so much and just didn't want anything to be sullied for him. And that's okay. I respect that. Yeah. But... The thing that I got just so upset about was everyone saying, I'm not going to see it. I don't know why. The trailer looks terrible, and but not really offering any reason. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that just made me think like, oh, you just hate women. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Which yeah. is not fair, but that was usually the crux of it. But yeah. Ladies that's... can't be busting ghosts. Yeah, that is how it felt. Like, why do we need to remake this just to put women in the roles? Like, right. Why? And I, I know, know that topic has been beaten to death, but um, – and I, I also think, I mean, it's just a new style of writing. Uh, Paul Feig has a very different style. He's not as dry and sarcastic. So if you really like and identify with that style of writing, like this is not that. This is more, I would argue, like high-powered, um, more for – I forget what article I was I was reading, but like more of an SNL flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, characters are not one-upping each other but um like it's meant to be amplified yeah the comedy is amplified much more so yeah i think there's a a great new york times review that we'll put in the show notes um sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash 38 for the show notes and we'll put this new york uh new york times one up there but i appreciated something that they said that they were describing it as not a single, like no one actor dominated. Right. That they each like held their own. They were each strong. They were playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still like throughout the movie, I mean, to be very clear, I loved it. <laughs> um, I think we were both <laughs> to, to speak for both of us, like crying. I know it was, we were laughing it was just so hard. It was, it was just, just fun. Like, it was so fun. Um, Kate McKinnon is so eccentric and amazing. Mm-hmm. And that like, I think throughout it, she's probably my favorite, but they all had really amazing roles. Yeah. And like really like embodied them. And it was like, it wasn't, um, the, it's the New York times where they talk about like, it's about friendship, but not in the like, jealous girl friendship backstabbing way right, that they're most, supportive like <laughs> like they're very supportive of each other um it really is about like them banding together and doing something cool and it's very simple and it's mm-hmm. like straightforward comedy it's straightforward friendship um and so i appreciated that as well yeah um I do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chris Hemsworth is <laughs> like, I can't, 
I don't even know how to get words out about his role in this movie. I'm still thinking about it. It's like the perfect. So he is the like over sexualized, stupid secretary, which is like, I know that I shouldn't enjoy this gender swap (laughs) so much, but I really, really did. (laughs) Yeah. Now, do you think it would have worked if it weren't so over the top? I don't know. I like the fact that it just, they just kept going. They just kept. It was so over the top. And then, like, there's a scene where he's helping them design a new logo. <laughs> and because, Carolyn, like, this is something that you do for a living, <laughs> I was, like, also just laughing at how funny it would have been if you would have gone into a meeting and proposed the logos that he proposed. <laughs> because, oh like, God. at one point, he's proposing a logo for the Ghostbusters. <laughs> And it's like a hot dog (laughs) on top of a house. (laughs) And I'm not going to do it justice, but like, please just go see this movie. (laughs) Um, It's really amazing. I don't, I don't know. And I know, I mean, we've talked to a few people, Carolyn, and I know you have that were really frustrated with his role and didn't uh, like, didn't like how over the top it was. Or that kind of, like, sexualized gender swap that normally it's the, you know, female hot secretary with the big boobs and, like, the low-cut shirt and short skirt who is humoring all of the male characters. (laughs) Um, But Yeah, and I I think it was definitely, from the people I talked to, like, that was observed, but it was just, like, enough already. We get it. (laughs) Yeah. um, But I, I just could watch that all day. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like Polly, how have you been like having not seen it yet and only being exposed to the uproar about it, people not wanting to go see it, reviews about it. Like has any of that kind of soaked into your (laughs) world lately? Uh, A little bit. I'm, I have to admit that I've been a little bit detached, just not being around, um, for a while with it. Um, but I am probably one of the few people that wasn't the biggest Ghostbusters fan, the original Ghostbusters. I thought it was fine, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't like totally like, it's not iconic for me. It's not, there's like, obviously like the, who you going to call? Like, I mean, there's even a joke about it in Buffy the Vampire Slayer Um, (laughs) (laughs) where Spike is like, can we ever say that phrase ever again? (laughs) Um, But uh, I I found the article that we'll put in the show notes really interesting about like how review like online reviews are broken, Um, like different um, uh, like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic. Um, Mm -hmm. And how many, before the film even came out, like how many men were rating it terribly versus how many women were voting, like rating it very positively. Before Um, even seeing it because it wasn't out yet. Right. Um, Right. And and that's it. Thanks for bringing that up because it it does go both ways. And I was getting really annoyed with that in general. Um, Yeah. Um, And that women uh, will often have higher, and I, I guess it, I don't know. I, I hate to say that it's necessarily a bad thing, um, you know, especially since it goes both ways, um, where women rank um, films and TV shows that have strong a strong female base in them higher than men do. 
Um, but also, but at least see it first. Yeah. Well, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, but just in, cause the, I did like, think the humor skewed female in this totally. So yeah. Um, and, and women also, the, the article is saying that women will, um, have a lower rating for shows that are very male centric. Um, yeah. and I just thinking of my own preferences, um, I, I probably lean more towards that way as well. Even with authors, I prefer female authors to male authors. I, I think yeah. they're better at writing both male and female perspectives. And I think yeah. male authors well, have a harder time writing female perspective, but so I don't yeah. know. I, I'm just, I wonder if it's just I mean, human nature or if, there's I, don't, I mean, I, I appreciate buried. So this article that you're talking about came from 538. So I respect the science of the analysis behind it and everything, and we'll link to it. But I mean, I think we talked about something similar when we were talking about um, racial and ethnic diversity in movies. Yeah. That mm-hmm. when you can see yourself in a strong or relatable member of Mm -hmm. a movie cast or a TV show cast, you're going to identify with that. And so movies were getting higher. um, Oh gosh, what's the word? Uh, Like people going to see them more. So they're making more money and that sort of thing, because you're appealing to a larger population. And I think that's what, I think that's what was, for me kind of leads into like back to why it was upsetting that there were predominantly men on the interwebs going on and on about how they refuse to go see this movie. And why do you just need female character? Like, Mm -hmm. because suddenly they don't feel like they can relate, which is, I mean, (laughs) Mike hasn't seen it yet, but I know he really wants to. And I think he'll enjoy it a lot. He likes Kate McKinnon and, um, Leslie Jones a lot. So I, I do think there's that, that element of seeing yourself in the show or in the book or, you know, in the movie that, um, for better or worse can identify or have you not identify with, with the creative work, whatever it is. Right. Um, what did you think of how they tied, um, so, yeah, I guess this is a spoiler, but I think it's pretty known um, that the uh, original cast who's left surviving, um, yeah. they were brought in in uh, a variety of ways. Um, I really liked I really liked uh, Bill Murray played <laughs> kind of like a parallel to, um, you know, like a hater from the original, that's what he plays in this yeah. new one for like, I don't know what, 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they all like, the, it was like a five to 30 second spot. It wasn't very long at all. Um, but I kind of like that parallel and the others were kind of just thrown in. Yeah. Yeah. I, we didn't see Harold Ramis, obviously. Um, right. And Well, we did see his bust in the institution. Uh-huh. Um, we saw, oh, we did not see... <laughs> Which one's that? Rona? It's Rona. Sorry. Hi, Rona. She felt so filthy because she was literally rolling in a pile of dirt. And now she's laying down. And she's like, like, she, if I touch her, dirt comes flying off. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. She just want to give her two cents. Um, Oh, we didn't see uh, Rick Moranis either. Yeah. Um, I have a question. How similar is it to the original? 
pretty darn. Yeah. Um, they took some liberty, liberties. I think that they actually kind of meshed parts of the second movie into the first movie um, a little bit, but almost went about it backwards. Um, so in the original movie, um, they... I think it's the first ghost they see at the Tavern on the Green, and that gets a lot of hype. So they become like these, this sensation, and they have to quit get an office because they're just like getting all these calls. They have to like form a formal business, yeah. um, if I'm remembering this correctly. Whereas in the new one, it kind of happened backwards, and they were supposed to be kept quiet and shoved under the rug, like. Hey, look, we don't want this getting out that they're ghosts. So just like go about your business, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, and we're probably going to arrest you or take the fall, which I know happens in the original Ghostbusters too. So, um, uh, the new one also, I think they had like one big haunting. I mean, there was the cute one in, in the beginning, which, um, <laughs> was similar to the original with the library. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, but the main other haunting was um was it like a heavy metal show yeah yeah um but there wasn't like yeah and then um there was this threat with this guy setting these i'm trying to open up this portal but then um yeah so i think i think there were a lot of parallels but um i don't know do you have anything to add to that I don't, um, thinking about like the cameos, I, we talked about this right after we got out of the film and I didn't really have any thoughts. I was like, oh yeah, it was fine. (laughs) Um, and I think like for me, it's just a different movie. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, sure. There's parallels and it's a similar story, but when I was watching it, I was not in any way thinking about or comparing it to the original 1984 Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that until I went back and watched it, uh, the original with Matt the next day. Okay. And that's when I started noticing everything, but you're absolutely right. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, like it just, just I mean, I'm sure like I've, if I go back and watch, like you'll see them and it'll start to show more and more right. that there are a lot of parallels. But once I was there and it started, I was just in that movie. And like, yeah. The humor was so different and the characters were so different to me that mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I just wasn't comparing them in my head. So. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, parallels with the characters, um, there was, I don't know. I don't know if this is in one of the articles I found um, or if I heard it on another podcast, but there was backlash over uh, Patty Um Leslie Jones's character oh. um, and how she was just the stereotypical angry black woman. Yeah. But, um, and I think it is in that same New York times article, that role was originally written for um, Melissa McCarthy, who is also a very big personality. Um, but yeah. Feig decided that since she had just come off of spy and um, one other big one that they wanted to write something a little more toned down for her. So she was like the leader of the pack Right. And then, you know, Leslie came in and, and put her own spin on that character. Yeah. Um, but um, but that just made me think, like, Ernie, um, John, 
I forget his name, but <laughs> I, I know we, we did, did this, this all last but his name, his name is Winston. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the character Winston, um, he was the only um, the only character to not have a PhD in the original yeah. movies. So, yep. um, and that was the same with Patty, but. Yeah, I think, yeah, that the Times article does say, like, if this was really going to be, like, uber progressive, <laughs> then the. Um, Leslie Jones's character Patty would have also been a scientist, um, and I think there there was an interview with Leslie Jones bef- way before the movie came out where people asked her about it. Like, do you wish you had been one of the scientists, or how does that make you feel, or do you feel like it's a stereotypical stereotypical role in all of this? And I think her response was actually something more towards like. Also, it's fine to have fun characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we don't all have like, to be Like, she scientists. was just like, you know, like, I still feel like I can be a strong, like, black actress and be a good role model. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have to be one of the scientists. But, I mean, I'm sure you can pick that apart more or drill down into it. Sure. Um, but th- it is an interesting parallel to to the original so, I don't know. I just, like, now that we've been talking about it and thinking about it, I just want to go see it again. <laughs> I, um, I cannot express how much, like, I've already, my mom and I were talking about if we would meet up next weekend to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because it is it is so enjoyable. Um, yeah. And I was, like, I was not sure I was ever going to be able to stop crying and laughing <laughs> so hard. So, maybe I'll, maybe you know, I'll in a time with family when I'm home. Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely totally should. I mean, it's what, $10? I don't know what, what ticket prices are in Pennsylvania, but I think in Finley you can get up to $10. It's it's good entertainment. You're yeah. going to laugh. You're going to smile. And that's all I care about. Like, my standards for movies are so low right now <laughs> that I, so that's, I'm probably not saying. <laughs> Like, that sounds insulting, yeah, but I don't really think adding that's much how to you the mean argument. <laughs> but um, no, like I just I don't care anymore. I just want to be entertained, and yeah. um, I mean I've been trust me, I've been disappointed quite a bit this summer, and this was <laughs> not one of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. I think people should go see it, and also and then judge for like, yourself. And if you don't want to yeah. buy it later, or Support it, support a, a sequel. Cause I think, and we didn't mention this, it, it's definitely setting up for its own franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's very fun. clear. So, yeah. you know. I just think there are definitely questions about like, why, why do we need to have movies with all female led casts or have remakes where you swap and have female led casts? And I think there are multiple adorable photos and Mm -hmm. stories from probably your own friends or acquaintances on Facebook where their girls went to go see the movie and were playing Ghostbusters when they got home and looking up to new role models and seeing like, there is a scene in this movie where Kate McKinnon kicks total ass. Like (laughs) it is insane. And it probably goes on for a few minutes longer Mm -hmm. than it needs to. (laughs) Um, but it's not like, it's not making a mockery of anything. Like she is legitimately kicking ghost ass 
And I think that's awesome for young girls mm-hmm. to get to see that, that being smart and being a scientist and also being able to kick ass is pretty cool. So that's all I got. I will be going to see it at least once more in the theater and purchasing <laughs> it um, digitally as soon as that is available. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Well, shall we move on? Rona's back. She never left. <laughs> She's just been lounging like on this, uh, um, on the table. Now she just moved to lounge somewhere else. She never lays on this table, but of course, because <laughs> I'm recording a podcast, <laughs> she's decided that this is where she needs to be. Yeah. This is going to, well, until, until we get this set up, um, in our guest room with the desk, your desk actually, Shelby. <laughs> yes. Um, get that all set up and I can actually close her out so she won't be such a nuisance. But until then she is part of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well we're doing good on time. I know one of the other things we wanted to talk about was Leslie Jones, um, some harassment on Twitter. We also have a couple other topics at the end. Anyone have a preference? Um, I, we can keep uh, going with Leslie Jones if you want. Okay. Just go down the line. All right. Polly, were you going to say something different? This makes me so angry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like fire rage deep within like the pits of my belly anger. Yeah. It's just, it's so disgusting. I guess we should say what we're talking about. Oh. <laughs> 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 um. uh-huh. Go ahead. So, I don't know how to say his name. How, we can how, just how, call him Internet Troll. Okay. So I don't know, this, unless Carolyn knows how to say it. Nope. Okay. Um, so, there's this <laughs> Internet Troll. He's um, a conservative gay man who has kind of made it his mission to elicit hate, um, especially on Twitter. Um, he wrote a terrible, terrible review about um, this new Ghostbusters film. Um and just started calling her out um, and then brought on the trolls who compared her to an ape, um, said all kinds of hateful things. Um, she actually started retweeting them and urging her fans to hand it over to them as fiercely as they were handing it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point her account got hacked Um and hateful things were being tweeted about um, the internet troll, which he retweeted. Um, so it was pretty. It was very clear that it was fake. Um, uh, and the whole thing is just ugly and frustrating. Um, Twitter ended up uh, suspending internet troll for life. Um, he had had accounts, his account suspended a few times previously, but never um, fully. Like he is not allowed on Twitter anymore. His account is gone. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of brought up a whole is Twitter, a, you know, is this free speech or blah, 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 which I think is a really frustrating argument. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I, it's free speech is allowed, but that does not mean that mediums have to carry your hateful ignorance. Yeah. It's in, disgusting speech. Like Twitter has full authority 
to monitor and regulate what is said on their platform. And they already do a terrible job at that. Like there's, (laughs) they do. (laughs) There's so much harassment that happens on Twitter. Um, you know, a lot of uh, harassment, um, towards females. I mean, women get death threats, threats of rape. Um, I just saw a a feminist blogger that I follow on Instagram. Someone, uh, someone, uh, tweeted that they hoped that her five-year-old daughter was raped and killed. Um, and that it's just no medium has to put up with that. For someone to argue that that's free speech is just asinine. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think Twitter is completely within their right to suspend this internet troll for life. Um, and I think they did the right thing by doing that. I think they should be doing that more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think what happened to her is so ugly and it just makes me really sad and frustrated that this kind of hate still exists in around us. It's mm-hmm. just hard. It's hard to read and see. Yeah. I'm going to give a stab at his name. Um, Milo Ye- uh, Fail already. Yiannopoulos? <laughs> uh, Yiannopoulos? Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, we'll just go with that. Yeah, that seems close. What, we'll have articles in the show notes, so you will yeah. see his name and you can try to pronounce it. Yeah. And let us know how we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Tweet us phonetically. <laughs> yes. I think the, I mean, I had seen this, so I follow Leslie Jones on Twitter and I had seen a couple things and was just like, what is going on? And so I kind of backtracked because she, she was doing something that I think most celebrities and people who are victims of harassment on social media don't do which is that she was retweeting them, like mm-hmm. you said, and exposing the comments and trying to bring attention, not like not bring attention to herself or to what like, but to show what hateful things were happening. Right. Um, and most people don't, I think, do that. And, and people were giving her the advice to just ignore it and it'll no. go away. And she came out really strongly against that saying that ignoring it is not going to fix the problem of no. people having these hateful racist things. Um, and I think that's like it was, I mean, even on a simpler level, like this was the weekend that the movie came out, right? Or right after. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is a big movie for her. This is a really exciting thing. And like, it made me really sad to think about how very like ignorant people are using a medium where they can be relatively anonymous or removed are trying to ruin her like enjoyment of this big moment of her film because she's black, because she's a woman because she's got notoriety, she's active on Twitter. Like those are not none of that makes it okay to like harass someone anywhere on social media or otherwise. Yeah. Um yeah, and I don't, yeah. The free speech stuff needs to like I get figure so out what that. free speech is and where yeah. it applies and where it doesn't. <laughs> 
and why you arguing for like inciting hateful things is suddenly okay and maybe what that makes you seem like yeah yeah or like when people are angry duck dynasty got canceled and they're like that's i'm like no yeah (laughs) it's It's a television network they can (laughs) do whatever the hell they want it's not how it works Like, I would probably not let either of you or myself come onto our podcast and say insightful, like, no. inciting hateful things just because you're saying them. Like, you don't <laughs> get to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, meaning Mike, would edit that out. <laughs> so, well, I think it just goes to show you, I mean, why. Because people like that exist, that is why we actually have a presidential race. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that, like, I just, I, I need that to go away. I just, I'm tired. I'm just tired of it. And I'm, oh, man, on both sides, too. Like, yes, I'm a Hillary supporter, and I know that, like, it's partly my job to to get the word out about the good things that she's done. But when you have to combat all the negativity and all the craziness that is coming out of Trump's campaign. It's hard to highlight all the good stuff. And yeah, like people don't want to listen to it anyway. They're just like, well, what has she done? She's just a liar and a cheat and a, you know, this, that, and the other thing. So yeah, come on people, just be nice. I know. And I think that, I mean, like from, from my perspective, like for, Leslie Jones to stay strong and active against it. Like that was a very like strong, brave thing to do versus ignoring it. Like it's much easier to just pretend these things aren't happening. Um, Has she come back to Twitter yet? I haven't seen. I haven't looked. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Because at the time of the articles were written, she hadn't. She had kind of said. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to allow this type of hateful rhetoric to be spewed then i want no part of this platform yeah and then i saw one tweet in an article um where the person tweeted about how all of the internet trolls um friends and followers were like we're gonna leave twitter and uh you know solidarity and someone was like greatest day for twitter ever (laughs) (laughs) good please do leave the platform feel free yeah Oh my goodness. Wow. She's it looks like she's back. She posted okay. seventeen hours ago. Nice. Cool. A nice little photo with a smoothie in hand. <laughs> oh, I want a smoothie. <laughs> I want a smoothie too. <laughs> oh, nope. It's a volcano alcoholic drink. Oh. Even better. Even it looks better. delicious. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Man, I wish I was friends with Leslie Jones. Yeah, I know. Right? she's so awesome (laughs) Uh, all right well people just like don't be horrible don't be horrible people that's i feel like it's not asking that much and yet also asking a lot apparently yeah um so we have a couple more uplifting things (laughs) namely (laughs) The Gilmore Girls information. The trailer was released. The release date was released. Unfortunately. And John Oliver thinks that Lorelai is hot. (laughs) That's because she is. So. And doesn't age. It's pretty amazing. Oh my gosh. Not at all. What? Yeah. She looked the same. Yep. 
Rory looks a little bit older. Yeah. A little bit skinnier. A little bit older. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so it's getting released um, the day after Thanksgiving, which is also, you could go shopping or you could watch Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes. Which is what I will be doing. (laughs) Full of delicious turkey. And then, I mean, you have to eat junk food while you're watching Gilmore Girls. So yeah, at least a Pop-Tart or two. Now, oh, here's a question about food. Oh. So we know that um, each segment of the show will follow a different season, right? So it's like a year in a life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about having seasonal snacks on hand? Mm. Stuff you wouldn't typically eat in the summer, in the fall, you know? Mm. Very interesting. Just wanted to put that out there. Okay, okay. Like a pu- make in a case pumpkin pie for fall. Well, you would already have that on hand. That'll be easy. Um, Obviously. Yeah. Of course. Um. <laughs> you could mm. do... Angel food cake. With strawberries. Mm-hmm. That's a good summer food. You have s'mores. Mm-hmm. S'mores. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going. Yeah. Just a thought. Okay, okay. We have time. The yeah. good news is... Plenty of time to think. We have a little bit of time to plan this. <laughs> the only hitch I see is the fact that we will have all been cooking and eating, like, huge <laughs> meals the day before and preparing, like, <laughs> seasonal foods sure. for the next day. Maybe not too much, but I'm We have to time to figure out this plan. Yes, we yeah. do. Problem solve. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't create problems. Solve sorry. them. I'm sorry. Come on, Polly. I'll work on it. Um, all right. What else is going on and more more uplifting? Anyone? Anyone? Television um, shows. Yeah. I started watching Stranger Things once oh I got back on vacation. I'm obsessed with that. Uh, I'm halfway guys. through the episode three. It's so okay. good. Okay. I it it's is really all good. I have been hearing about all week and I haven't started it yet, but I uh, will. Shelby. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Give me time, okay? All last week I was watching the DNC. The week before that I was watching the RNC. And I get tired. I can't watch everything. Uh, that's a lot of drama in itself. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, but so both yeah. of you guys love it? I love it. Where are you at, Carolyn? Um through episode five. So you only have a couple more because there's only eight episodes. Yeah, there's only eight. I know. And I'm sad. I looked at that last night and I got really upset. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just want more. And um, and even before I, I started watching, because we just started, I think, last night. Um, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, it's like a devourable show. Yeah. Yes. And um, I was reading a little bit about like um the imagery and like why the title um the title uh, graphics work so well for that era that yes. they're trying to Interesting. um to work with and um even the soundtrack uh I can't remember if it was AV Club um or NPR they posted um some more tracks by the artist that did the theme song Oh, cool! And an extended cut of the trailer, oh or um, I mean, of, of the theme song. <laughs> and I want to say, I even saw that iTunes will be releasing the official um, soundtrack soon. 
my gosh. I think That's I'm thinking awesome. of the this right one show because like, I saw that came out of nowhere, too. though, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. an expected big thing. Um, Do you feel like it was? I mean, like, well, I saw it on I the front of I... Netflix and that was it. And then, like, oh. everyone started talking about it. Okay. Um, I had read about it probably on The Nerdist, I don't know, a couple months okay. ago. Because I remember before Matt went to Vegas in July, um, I saw the release date was the day he was scheduled to get back yeah. from Vegas. And I just said, I don't think I'm going to make it. Like, your plane lands at five. <laughs> to go pick I'm probably... him up. <laughs> No, like, no, he was driving himself. That's fine. Oh. But, like, I couldn't wait for him. Oh, to watch it. I wasn't confident that I could wait, yeah, to watch it. Um, But then we got really busy, so it was fine. But, yeah, yeah, I remember being really, I saw that trailer, and I was really excited about it um, because there were, again, just so many nostalgic things from our childhood. There's a lot of parallels with E.T., Goonies. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, gosh, just so many. Poltergeist and... Okay. Yeah. I know I need to dig in. I will soon. <laughs> I have been watching The Night Of, and I think I'm an episode behind still. Okay. Um, but that's getting better on HBO. I don't know if either of you have started or watched that. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's on HBO. Give it a little look-see. <laughs> Night Of? Yeah. Okay. Um. I think is it uh this guy's accused of a murder and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a did he didn't he type thing yeah yeah okay a um, little serial-esque in a yeah. tv form that sounds interesting it's pretty it's done really well i think the cast is very good so oh yeah um <laughs> i can only remember oh, him no. as the jesus from uh what big lebowski just what's his name? John Turturro? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, he was the Jesus in The Big Lebowski and it was just an amazing role. Oh, okay. And that's So this I don't know if we've um talked about this one on here. Um and I always So this was like a pet project of James Gandolfini um mm. before he mm. died. And so he it like he wanted to play that role. Um, which is the role of this, um, like, uh, attorney, mm-hmm. um, like not prominent kind of, uh, what like ambulance chaser type mm-hmm. attorney lawyer. Um, and so this was his pet project and that was the role he wanted to play as soon as the Sopranos was over and was working on it and getting it ready and, um, got it greenlit and all of these things to then finally start filming and he passed away. And so, they continued on with the project and it's still kind of that conception of what he had, but then they brought um, the other actor in to mm-hmm. to play that role and he's wonderful in it. Like he's very good too. Uh, so it's, it's worth giving it a shot, but definitely make it to episode like go through episode two um, because one is a little bit different and it really starts getting good after kind of into episode two. I think notice we have an hbo theme because i see another note that you're watching ballers and i'm about to watch the uh vice principals <laughs> i and just finished started. silicon valley yeah <laughs> i watched ballers last summer and i loved it and i know that season two is like maybe one or two episodes are out of it 
Uh, but I haven't started yet. <laughs> it's just fun. Like, it's just a fun, silly show. Yeah. But you'll have to let us know how Vice Principals is because I'm not sure that I was going to give that a shot or not. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, right. We really liked it. We, we liked um, the last one Danny McBride did. And um, we liked the other guy from um, Justified. Oh, I never watched that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I can't get everything. Um, Carolyn, you have a note here that is our our last thing at the end of an episode that this is your last update as our Midwest correspondent. What? Yeah. Well, you live here now <laughs> in the Midwest. <laughs> so, so are you asking for a title change? You know, why don't we just throw that out on Twitter? <laughs> I think we can do that. Might I mean, we might end up with something more fun. Maybe. Like, like you know, the Bodie McBoatface situation. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad if that happened that way. Okay. Um, I think we could do yeah. some, some online polling. Yeah. See what we come so, up yeah. with. Um, but in all seriousness, like, we had a huge scare last week here in the Midwest, specifically the... Bowling Green Finley region. Um, <laughs> the beloved pizza um, pizza parlor called Miles Pizza was rumored to be closing. And my heart sank when I heard that. Um, I'm sorry, Miles Pizza Pub. Yes. And <laughs> to it's, be it's clear. a staple. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's a staple in Bowling Green. Um, you know, people get into wars about which pizza is better, Miles or. Or uh, poly eyes, or mm-hmm. um, I forget what the other one is. Oh man, uh, Pizzanellos. Pizzanellos, yeah. Like those are the big three. Um, but not to worry, guys. I checked it out on Facebook, and okay. they are definitely not closing. Um, he he had had the building. Um, the owner had the building up for for sale for a while because he just doesn't want to maintain it anymore. He he owns like that whole strip. Um, that the pizza parlor's in and it has um like a really good bakery. Um I think his daughter owns it. Yeah. Um but like yeah, in yeah. recent years he had sold off the Dairy Queen. It used to be Miles Dairy Queen, and then I think it just went back to being a regular Dairy Queen. Yes. Um side note but, for everyone, they still double serve the blizzards there, even though he doesn't <laughs> own it still. So it's cool. Good. Yeah. So anyway, Miles Whew. lives. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. Crisis averted. I hadn't heard about it at all. And then I heard about it like three different times in different places today. (laughs) (laughs) So, phew. All right. And we will put out to the world to get suggestions for your new title because you're not quitting being a correspondent. You just want a new title. I don't even want a new title. It just, Mm. uh, you know, you're here too. I think you want a new title. (laughs) Do we all need totally okay? Now that we're all remote. <laughs> this seems exhausting. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. It's fine. Just forget I said anything. <laughs> all right. We're going to go argue about titles offline now. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. You can talk to us online if you do have title suggestions or other things. I don't know. Whatever. Hashtag likely story. 
Shelby Elizabeth on Twitter, Polly Ann with an E-K, or CM Kraut. Um, we're also on Instagram, as you know, and that's at Likely Story Show. So find us on any of those places. Facebook, facebook.com slash Likely Story Show. Mm-hmm. Seems right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And thank you to our Patreon supporters, Benji, Carolyn, <laughs> And Joan, uh, you guys help us keep the lights on and get me mics from far away. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. guys.